about the miracle in Marcy's life and she's gonna share it with us so you can create a miracle in your life. Maybe in five minutes, maybe in an hour, maybe sometime when you least expect it. So Marcy, we are talking about miracles and you said you have something that you can share with the audience, so tell us. Yes, it's probably no surprise that I wanna talk about a relationship today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been taking notes before this interview, yes. so I'm a little bit prepared, so tell us. Right, I believe it was a massive miracle to meet my now husband. Um, I call myself a newlywed, although I am going on five years now <laughs> with this marriage. Uh, but it really, truly has been a wonderful miracle, for sure. How, yeah. how, what was your life before? What well, was it like? Yeah, I was married for 30 years uh, and got a surprise uh, divorce unexpectedly and was just uh, devastated by it. You know, I did not see it happening. I, um, you know, had a difficult time recovering. Um, 30 years is a long time. Long time, right? And pretty much thought my life was over. I was just kind of waiting to die. And uh, and dating so, when you're older is probably not like when you're 20, when you have a whole life you think is ahead of you. Yeah, well, so it must I... Be challenging. Yeah, I mean, I started dating my ex when I was 17, so... Yeah, what did I know about dating? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a shock to get out there and start dating. Uh, but I was devastated and I was seeing a therapist to help me get through it. I had uh, two children and I needed to handle finances by myself, two kids by myself. And so I was getting some help. Um, and eventually she's like, you need to start dating. And I'm like, what? No. Why, why would I start dating again? I just, no, I had my heart broken. I'm and then it didn't work once while well, we well, Yeah, and it's a long marriage. Why would I, put, I want to put myself through that, right? But I thought, well, doctor's orders. I'll just do what she said, it'll shut her up, you know. Of course, I was broke at the time, uh, so I uh, got the special, the Match.com special. 30 days for $30. I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> so, so I went on dates, Monday through Thursday, doubled up on Saturday. It was exhausting. Oh my God. And really, <laughs> I'm not sure it was useful. I would not recommend that. I did 10 dates in 10 days. We called it decadating, and it was exhausting. Exhausting, right? Uh, but I did actually learn some things. First of all, that I, I actually know a little bit more about dating than I thought. Um, and I discovered more about my worth. Uh, you know, I have two children I raised. I had my company business with my husband who, that made millions. Um, I had no debt, I had my own car, I was well educated. I had a lot going for me, right? Um, but the <laughs> who I was dating was not right for me, right? I, re I realized that. Um, so I took a long time off after that, probably about eight or nine months. Uh, and then uh, watched a friend of mine go through the dating process and she looked like she was having fun. Not like it was a job. Not like, like I took oh my God, dating can be dating. so exhausting. It's exhausting, oh it's a job, I'm just doing this to shut up a therapist, you know. Yeah. So I thought, okay, let's let's try this again with the right attitude. I was gonna say attitude is everything. <laughs> right attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd gone through a lot of healing also. I um, uh, I'm a transformational coach, and so I was getting help for myself to clean up uh, stuff from my past that I needed to. And so uh, when I went on again, I created strong boundaries around who I was going to date, and the third date in was my now uh, person husband. So tell me, you said you created boundaries, but you didn't have them before. I think what we do as humans, we keep making the same mistakes over again, and the definition of insanity is doing the same over thing over again, expecting different results. And you created boundaries. Like what happened there? Because you shared with me too that your husband wasn't just like, oh, you met your husband. 
he was exactly what you put a vision yes. in. Yeah. And then tell us also about the grandmother too, oh, because yes. I want to. I, right. I want you so, guys to know how miraculous yes. it was. Uh, really, a after miracle. thirty years of being unhappy. Uh. To believe in yourself and what changed like how did you change your attitude and tell us the, first the end result why it was a miracle like about the grandmother yes right and so right after i got a uh, divorce i was thinking if i could ever be with someone again i i just created a vision board of what that person looked like um you know a person who likes uh, to be healthy he, he's um someone who likes enjoys drinking wine and reading books educating himself uh, to travel and uh, some other things. But also, did you challenge yourself by creating something that you really, really desire and mm. you were afraid to wish for? Oh, absolutely. My ex was nothing like that. I don't, I don't think he picked up a book in 30 years, right? And another one of my friends accused me of saying, well, you're just trying to find someone just like you. I'm like, yeah, someone just like me. I want someone I have something in common with. Um, it wasn't just a question of uh, dating someone who's the exact opposite. It was more like claiming what I wanted, what I really, truly wanted. And so, um, you know, I, I did that uh, vision board, then I put it behind the bed, didn't even think about it. Uh, and then years later, after I met my husband, and we were moving in together, I found the board and pulled it out and said, look, honey, there you are, <laughs> right? So it was just nice. He, he's a nuclear engineer, right? I'm like a coach, I'm, it's all about feelings. And he's like a logical guy. I'm expressive, he is quiet. <laughs> is this gonna work? Uh, and so I wondered what, what it is about me that would be appealing to someone like that, right? I have a whole different energy. Um, I like to uh, joke, I like to make people laugh. Um, I also am fond of swearing, uh, but I swear in German so people don't get offended. <laughs> because of the PG show. <laughs> yes, yes, and just because, yeah. Um, and I also am um, an artist, I love to paint. And, um, and also a hobby of mine is baking, right? My family is pretty unhappy, so. But when I baked, they got happier. So I've, I've been baking since Food I was a little Food is love. Kid. Yeah. Love. I'm creating a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and so uh, as I got to know my husband, I realized how it is that I appealed to him. Turns out he has a grandmother who's quite a character, loves to tell jokes. She has a German heritage. Uh, and she's also fond of swearing and swears in German. And, um, and also is an amazing uh, baker. And then also, uh, a lot of people in his family are artists, professional artists, right? That's Father, amazing. uncle, yeah. And so, who knew that a German swearing baker who likes to paint would be appealing to a nuclear engineer? That, to me, that's a miracle because yeah. I, you know, I shared this, and you guys don't see that because mm -hmm. on camera, you know, I edit some things. But um, you know, I, a little silly thing of mine. I, when I drink soda water, like I like to burp very loud. Probably not in a classic French restaurant, uh, but maybe in Italian. <laughs> but like it's something that I do. I know, like I, I'm very I have a certain look yes. to myself, but you know, I'm also human. I like to joke, and I think it's funny. Yeah. It makes me laugh when I'm at home alone. It's like funny. And sometimes I wonder, like, who the heck is gonna love somebody who like burps out loud? And my mom is like, Alina, that's not very classy. It's not very ladylike. You're from St. Petersburg, you know, where ballet comes from and culture. And I was like, oh, that's who I am. And I, listening to that story to me was very reassuring because I'm being single and curious you know how can someone love someone who yes. burps loudly right. not on, not on, you know not in general but like for fun right <laughs> someone doesn't have to be perfect in order you know to, to be the right person for us just perfect for me 
right? Just like I want to be perfect for them. All of my flaws are just right and, and so on, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever met anybody who is perfect right. in general. And I find people who are flaunting their perfections mm and not showing their humanity are utterly boring and insincere and not real. And I find that when people are okay with who they are and do whatever it is they do, uh, it's so liberating for you to be you because you don't feel like you're judged. And so I'm believing in the miracle of meeting the right person for yes. me who will like right. that because that's, you know, I, I'm okay with someone who's human too. I'm, I'm happy to be with someone who's human <laughs> as flaws, but it's uh, finding the flaws that are the right ones for for you right so and so and that's the the other half of the story <clears throat> excuse me the other half of the story is that um, what about a nuclear engineer would be appealing to me and it really was that he had some flaws uh, that he he was uncomfortable with but that I cherished you know because by him being flawed, it allowed me to be flawed, and that we could love each other, flaws and all, and, and have it be a miraculous relationship. That's beautiful. Yeah, so, you know, one thing that Marcy's story also reminds me of is that if you're single right now and you're watching this or you're listening to this, um, you're thinking, well, I'm single now, my life is gonna be this way. That's a belief based on the current reality yeah. that you are experiencing based on your previous thoughts. So if you can change your thoughts, you can change your future. Yes. And Marcy specializes in that, changing yes. the belief system mm -hmm. and where it actually originated so you can change your whole uh. blueprint. Because if you expect people to be mean to you, you're gonna be like <laughs> right away yeah. in a defense mode. If you expect everybody to like you, mm. like somebody says, listen, you're gonna come to this party, everyone's gonna like you. You're gonna be like, hey, you know, you're gonna be happy. Sure. Right? And sure. if you think nobody's gonna like you, you're gonna be mm. unhappy and your actions mm -hmm. will dictate the result that you yes, get, right? Absolutely. But your actions are based on your previous mm -hmm. thoughts. Yeah. And, and beliefs and, and identity, beliefs. right? And so our beliefs and our identity are formed by our experiences and the meaning we make of it. But we can revise that. And so you can have a whole different future. You know, uh, the kind of thinking that you're talking about uh, before only allowed for one uh, possibility. But when you can step back and realize that there's a buffet of choices available to you. Is that a good food reference? Oh my God, I love that, a buffet. <laughs> yes, foodie. Foodie, yeah. You know, I, um, I, I had something happen and I was like, oh my God, that is a bad thing mm. and this means that I'm bad and da da da. And then I talked to this person and it turned out that they were thinking completely opposite mm. and it didn't mean that at all. And they were going through something in their life that I had no idea. Uh -huh. And then they actually meant the opposite towards me and I'm apparently great in their eyes. So it just, it, but it, it, in, in an early development of child, mm -hmm. it creates that idea and creates a identity mm -hmm. of who you think you are, yes. you know? And then right. you believe that that's your identity when right. that's yeah. not. You know, it's, it's really true when we're children and something happens, um, we can't believe that there's something wrong with our parents because we can't survive that. Uh, we can't believe there's something wrong with the world because we can't survive that. So what we do is we make something wrong with us because it's survivable. Yeah. And so oh, our little baby cells, we're doing the best they can with their little baby brains, <laughs> making decisions about us, but it carries out because it's embedded in your subconscious and now your actions now are a reflection of that belief we made as little babies. You know what, I was Aww. talking to somebody, I'm like, I need to take care of my six-year-old. Mm -hmm. They're like, you have a daughter? I was no, like, no. <laughs> no, I'm the six-year-old. <laughs> yes. You know, you have to take care of it. And uh -huh. I think the third miracle that Marcy also just showed is that when you change 
something in your mind and you see something in the past uh -huh. that's a miracle right there that something happened in the past it's a gift instead of a curse right. instead of a burden right and that is a miracle that creates a whole uh -huh. different life you know I saw uh, many many times this movie the mirror has two faces it's one of my favorite movies have you seen it no so great. it's uh, with Barbara Streisand who thinks she's ugly and she has a very beautiful sister so in the movie Barbara Streisand is talking to her mother and the mother shows her a little picture of a baby and she said you know when Claire was a kid you know your father adored her but he loved you so much more and she looks at the picture and she says wow Claire was really pretty and it's a sister and the mother says no that's you and she, she looks like to get teary eyes like choked uh -huh. up she looks in the back and she sees it's her name and she says I was pretty and she starts believe that she was pretty because from the childhood she thought she wasn't pretty so her whole life she was acting yes. as she wasn't pretty and yes. so now she saw that she was pretty mm -hmm. she started working out because she loved herself not because she hated herself but now she was pretty yeah. she had to she loved herself she went out like my voice woo, you know I'm so, I'm so excited you know she went out she bought beautiful dresses she got her hair done again not to make someone love her but because she adored her own self so much and that's a gift that's a miracle oh my god I was pretty so having that retrospective and seeing that that's a miracle you can create for yourself right now you know uh -huh. looking back um, at this situation that happened to you when you were a child and you're still blaming somebody for it uh -huh. maybe asking like what kind of questions would you ask like what other people could be going through uh -huh. is there another reason that this could be happening yes right? right yeah we have a lot of feelings when there's there that we think are true but there's something underneath it you know someone may present themselves as angry but really they might be afraid Right? afraid because of some consequences that that uh, happened in their past you know will be will show up again right um, but always I'm asking people about their emotions and when was the earliest the very first time that they experienced it because it's a clue it's a clue to events that happened you know it might be as simple as like uh, the phone rings you're you're trying to give your mom a hug and the phone rings and she leaves and you're like oh my mommy doesn't love me right <laughs> she's just trying to go get the phone right Right, maybe it was the birthday cake right. order for you and she loved you so much. Yes, you know? right, right. But there's so many possibilities. So That's many it. possibilities. And so, um, but, it, but the thing is, is that uh, when we make a certain meaning around an event that happens, it, and it happens at a certain time, that event time is significant. So usually before the age of three, um, an event happens and those those characteristics come out in adulthood and so when I work with people I know where this original event happened because of their behaviors as adults right basically as we're all babies <laughs> walking around three-year-olds <laughs> reacting to each other six-year-olds right yeah and, and until we understand that that this that's easy to go in and get the truth around that situation and then it actually alters the um, uh, the event, you know, to one that's more truthful than the mistake that we made when we were just a little kid. And then, you know, you go along the timeline of your life and you, you really uh, imprint the truth around all the events uh, that have happened in your life. For instance, if you feel as if you are one that can't be loved because your mom answered the phone, right? And then maybe when you were five, uh, the kids in kindergarten were mean to you and you're like well it's because they don't love me because you already made that belief happen and when you got into high school you never had a boyfriend because you're not lovable right it's just it just it goes on and on and on right it's easy to re-imprint uh, that belief 
uh, that, that has happened, you know, from your suppo supposedly reality, right? By um, creating a visualization around uh, the truth of what happened, right? Or one possibility of truth, right? And then you can go to kindergarten and realize, oh, they're a bunch of kindergarten kids. They don't know what they're doing. It's not that you aren't lovable. They're just they're trying to manage kindergarten, right? And so on, right, you know? Right. Um, and as an adult, like you said, you're like, well, they're not interested in me. And they're like, no, you aren't interested in me, right? You know, we're, we're projecting all of our hurts and injuries and, and our beliefs on other people, right? And, um, and I know that it's easy because I've been through the process myself, right? And, um, and we do that using brain science and NLP, you may have heard of it, Neuro Linguistic Programming, very effective technique to make fast, lasting transformation so that going forward, you don't have this challenge anymore. Right, so after 30 years of marriage and yes. not being happy and going out on date after date after date, not finding anybody and right. like having a second job, changing that mindset mm. and bam three days you meet the, mm. the love of your life yes. and, and the, when i met marcy i was like oh they were just married like a month you know they're like so happy and like yeah. such newlyweds yeah. and now I find out they've been together then it was six years yes right? yeah already. um you know yeah. i wanted to so. finish this off with a quick story i just learned yesterday this man was on the plane with his family mm -hmm. they were flying to hawaii and all of a sudden the plane makes a jolt and then the pilot says we need to go back to california uh we only have two planes mm -hmm. and you know we just need to go back mm -hmm. and he's like Sh you know shoot this sucks because they had a vacation plan for mm -hmm. his family uh they didn't have much money and they saved it all for this trip and now they have to stay for a whole day in san francisco and they were like okay we'll make the best take the sun to the zoo but he's frustrated you know he wanted to go to Hawaii and he's standing by the gate and he overhears the pilots talk about what happened on the plane and the one pilot said that the bolt came off on the engine and if they did not turn the plane around immediately they would have crashed into the ocean so at first he was like, shoot, you know, this sucks. What a frustrating experience. <laughs> right. Became a miracle. Yes. They're survivors. Yeah. Right. So talking about miracles happen, mm -hmm. they're miracles that happen around us every day, every but we day. don't know them. And they're miracles that can happen mm -hmm. when we change our percep perception and when we change our identity that mm -hmm. we created when we were two. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to see Marcy next week, yay, yes. about something that I thought I thought something happened to me when I was six years old and I had a story and Marcy was like, girl, <laughs> you were like two or three, <laughs> like really? Young, really young. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna work on that. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about Marcy, you can look her up. Where, where can they find Oh yeah, you? yeah, my website, uh, www.therelationshiprecoverycoach.com. Uh, yeah, and check it out. And yeah. even on your own right now, if you cannot reach Marcy, just start thinking about things that happened to you in the past and how you can change something that happened that was bad into a transformational miracle because miracles do happen. So I hope you join us again on the next um, episode when we talk about more miracles that happen to regular people just like you and I and if they can happen to us then they can happen to us again and they can happen to you over and over. And uh, until later, bye. bye.